they're doing it, what they're looking for, and what what is the potential and the facts that will come out of these experiments. Third, and amazingly, it won't come from the scientific community or anybody who has knowledge of physics. They will not they will not tear it apart because they understand what I'm saying. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make this as basic as possible. I want you all to imagine, if you want to know what CERN is doing, I want you to imagine you come into a world and you find architecture all over the place, buildings and homes and houses, and you think they're beautiful and it's really a big discovery. You find out with the houses, you can house people, you can do many things with a house, with a structure. All of a sudden, after many years, you become curious and you say, what's holding all this together? And you begin to find, not nails, that you can take out but glue that has bonded itself to the materials and you become interested in that glue that's holding the structure together and so you're fascinated by this glue and you've tried everything to replicate it you can't because it's hardened glue is hardened you come to the realization the only way to find out how this glue is working is to break it down to its basic particles and you have to have that glue in its former state, not the state after it's already hardened. Our body is held together by that glue that they're searching for, that bonds matter together. Those who understand what's called the standard model, they have a pretty good idea of what would happen if the force table... Alright, I'm here and I'm talking about sir. ...explanation of how all things work. You're dealing with matter and force, and they have categorized the elements of matter, everything we can touch and feel and observe, in what's called quarks, the building blocks, building blocks, I'm sorry, of protons and nuclei, and leptons, which are essentially, well, that would be like an electron. And then we have force. A force are lumps of energy that transmit the forces that bring matter to life, but like a photon, it carries the electromagnetic force. Without a photon, we would not have, we would not have uh, any, we couldn't produce motors or anything else. Without gluons, which carry strong force, protons and protons would not be held together. In other words, the universe would not exist. And of course, you have your W and Z particles, which are for weak forces that govern radioactivity. So you have this standard model, and they have broken this down. But what they're looking for what they're looking for is a higher explanation of how everything works. This is the particle they're searching for. Now they found half of it. They already found a component of it. That was the Higgs field. Now the Higgs field is an explanation of, of the, they found the traces of the Higgs field. They can now observe the Higgs field. The Higgs field is what is found wherever matter is not. In your room, the Higgs field is in operation. Listen, with the Higgs field, they can begin to alter reality as we know it. Now, a lot of people may, they can't capture that right away. But you have to remember, our world is made up of matter. The antimatter is what we can't see, what we can't touch, what we can't feel, though we interact with it every day. A lot of people like to think of antimatter as the other dimension, which is the opposite of this dimension. It's an inconceivable place that is hostile inherently. It's not under control, it's very hostile. 
interactions between known matter and that type of matter. But they also found with antimatter, this antimatter can be absorbed by any realm of paranormal activity. It is, in effect, neutralized and absorbed. So there's a physical effect to the spiritual world in antimatter. And often, demonic entities and all these other paranormal things are attracted to antimatter. They're attracted to it. When they bring, when every, for every gram of antimatter that's produced and then it's bought into this world, when they produce it, it attracts things from another dimension coming here. What is CERN going to do? Is to allow humanity to produce pounds of antimatter. What's happening, that is the unseen portion of dark matter. And of course you have the angels which govern what that realm can and cannot do. It, it's not the, you know what, it, it's a shame, and I have to continue to say this, it's a shame that the Christian community cannot believe the Bible when it's talking about things like that, because it's going to cause them to be harmed. What they can't, what they fail to adopt from the Bible, what they fail to believe is going to harm them. It's going to harm them. They may not be lost in their spirits, but they're certainly going to have lumps all over the place. It's going to harm them. Then I hope people have a general understanding of the matter which we can touch and feel and observe and antimatter, which we cannot touch, feel, or observe. However, it's working in tandem with the matter. Because that realm that, that other realm into this realm of reality all the time. Now, a person's thoughts, how a person feels, and doctors know about this too, how a person feels will determine which energy they draw from. You can draw from this realm, good realm, and you have positive results. That's called faith. That's why doctors believe in it. That's why they give out placebos. They know that if a person believes something is helping them, they have it within themselves to repair. They can command their bodies to be repaired simply based on belief. And people think they work. And people have recovered from cancer. People have recovered from uh, back injuries. Uh, quadriplegics have been repaired simply by their own faith. This other realm, because that energy is contained in another dimension, so to speak. That's the containment wall. But when a person draws that energy in, it is, it is the opposite of this realm. In this realm, again, we have to light, uh, we have to light a piece of wood with a flame to catch it on fire. In that realm, it's already on fire. You have to contain it to see the wood because it's engulfed in flames. It's the opposite of this realm. When a person changes their emotional state, their energy changes, and they begin to draw their energy from this other dimension, this chaotic and violent and uncontainable place where they draw dark matter from, intimately linked. And it's in operation all the time. Now the scientists, they are aware of this. Now here's the other part that's not so comforting. On the spring equinox, the forces change on the earth, and they know 
this, they know their forces do change, which will in fact allow them to have better results. And uh, believe me, it's timed perfectly. It is timed perfectly. With the basic introduction of what CERN is doing and what it is, and the, the dark matter and matter itself. Now we get into the heart of the matter uh, of what's actually, what, there will be consequences. And it's just that uh, there have been consequences before. Nobody took notice and the energy of the energy which, by the way, resides everywhere. But once you bring it into this realm, where we can actually see it and observe it, it attracts things from the other realm. Dark matter is tied to dark matter. Everything has a connection. Everything has a connection. That connection can never be broken by anything. If they bring dark matter into this realm, it's still connected to that realm where the dark matter came from. No matter how far away they put it anywhere, it's still connected, because that realm is everywhere, and it's still connected. Because it's connected, it effectively increases paranormal activity around where it's contained. And this is why they shift facilities of where they keep, they want to keep dark matter in, in a uh, college. I won't name it for the sake of the college, but uh, the, the, or the university, they had to move it deep underground facility because of what was happening to the people in the college. People began to have vivid dreams, nightmares, uh, violence began to erupt and vile things began to happen in those places. And it's because it's a chaotic piece of matter. It is just chaotic. And it's very difficult to, to contain something that is so powerful, chaotic. This is what an explosion is, by the way. When an atom bomb explodes, it releases chaos, chaos in the form of chemicals, reactions, and everything is out of order. That is the, an explosion is the absence of order. That's what an explosion is. When you contain something, you're giving it order. So it's controlled. Here's the worst part. Understanding that dark matter is always connected to its source which is that realm where the dark matter came from, the realm that's all around us. Just imagine that dark matter being the ocean, right? Imagine this realm being the submarine. We're all in the submarine having fun, and we're, we're doing our thing, and we have disagreements here and disagreements there. And then... Uh, to understand. 
understand that not everybody can be possessed. Not everybody can be, they're, 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 the person has to be prepared. To be possessed, they have to be, in, in essence, they have to be a portal themselves to be possessed. Not everybody can be possessed. And so, not, not to get way off target, but this dark matter is everywhere. That is, that you know what, all these things, here's what, I mean, it really, it really gets to me, is that these scientists over the course of many years have quantified or they have calculated these things. They have extracted the truth, the facts, yet the Christians don't believe it. And these crooked people in certain places have already been harnessing this power for themselves and it's been effective every single step of the way. Yet the Christian community, for some reason, has a mental block on certain things of God as though they have all the time in the world. You know, you know I will say this, and then I'll be back to certain that if a person trusts their father, they don't need the father to explain everything. They just need, the fa- they just need to know that the father said it. And they'll go do it. If, if you tell a child, go, you need, you need to go rake the yard, a child's not going to sit there and say, well, what brings you to that conclusion? A child's not going to do that. You'll just go out there and rake the yard. Over time, you'll find out why, but you have already performed what the Father said. And, but in the Christian community, we have to know why everything is before we do anything. In the scientific community, they see the facts. They know they don't understand it fully. And so they have experiments, and they learn along the way. In fact, they're obedient to their own disciplines, and we're not obedient to our own disciplines. So the problems about CERN, I know everybody's waiting on this. What could potentially happen from this? Well, they had another discovery, that dark matter causes other pieces of dark matter that they have contained to, to react. In other words, if you have a container, say you had a, a, a teaspoon of dark matter, and, and let's just say you had it in Pennsylvania, and somebody else had that same uh, a teaspoon of dark matter in California, then as soon as the teaspoon of dark matter is exposed to the elements in Pennsylvania, it causes the dark matter in California to begin to activate. In other words, you lose containment in one place, containment in another place is going to be lost. It's going to be lost. So they're intimately tied together. Now we've covered the fact that people have the signatures of the energy of dark matter in them and matter. So they contain both matter and antimatter in a sense, the signature of energy. They're not put together. It's just that signature. And we draw upon those based upon our thoughts and what's in our minds and what's in our hearts in a sense. With CERN, as they begin to collide these protons, dark matter is going to be produced in great numbers. I mean, in greater and greater numbers. Not only the matter, but the energy signature is going to also be released into this realm. You know what that's going to cause? It's going to cause the dark energy signature within people to begin to activate more and more. You see, it's going to become difficult for people to stay contained or controlled. In essence, they're going to become violent. They're going to become, they're going to have 
vivid dreams, the darkness, with CERN, as they begin to collide these protons, dark matter is going to be produced in great numbers, I mean in greater and greater numbers, not only the matter, but the energy signature is going to also be released into this realm. You know what that's going to cause? It's going to cause the dark energy signature within people to begin to activate more and more. You see, it's going to become difficult for people to stay contained or controlled. In essence, they're going to become violent. They're going to become, they're going to have vivid dreams. The darkness within a person is absolutely going to begin to surface. And it's, this is not...
happened. And this was a weapon. This was a mild weapon. And you have to claim, people have to claim to the word of God and his promises. Most importantly, his instruction. You know, not one time when I was in that test, I didn't think about his promises. I thought about his love. That's what I thought about. And when I began to think about his love, something happened within me. Everything came under subjection as though it took no effect. That's what happened. They found the force that holds the dark energy or the dark matter away from the shroud. They call it the wall. There's another name for that. A name of which that, that those particles they're going to find, they found particles. They're going to find the other pieces that are in that wall. And when they find the other pieces to this wall, they will then be able to undo that wall. There's another name for that wall. The veil. Call it the veil. It holds back that round they found. Yeah, what's holding back the dark energy from, because it would be absolutely destructive if the two met. But they found out, now with this as a weapon, there is no counter weapon to this. China is building an LHC facility. They're building a particle accelerator. There are, to present day count, about uh, 14 particle accelerators in existence. 14, not just one. All the countries are vested in the CERN facility. Every single last country. In the United States, we have three facilities here. I, I can't tell you where they are. One is, one, they began to build, but they couldn't, but they went ahead and built it anyway. It's in one of the biggest states in the United States, and it's there and it's operational. It's also going to be powered up during this time. I'm saying this because when this thing does power up, the immediate effects are not what I'm worried about. That's not my concern. The psychological effects on people is going to become quite evident. And I know that people will come under some strange attacks, some strange occurrences and incidents. I know that the only way they can be protected from such things is their unqualified belief in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You can't fake it. There is no substitute. People know if a person is real or not because they emit a different energy. That energy is that wall that the this other realm cannot breach. It can't breach it. And there, there it's absolutely going to take effect. The, the collider, if you think of a collider as a um, hundreds of nuclear explosions taking place within one second in their containment. It goes beyond fusion. It's in a realm by itself when they collide protons. They are going to find these particles and within months, they're going to put into motion what we talked about today. And people are going to feel these effects. And then this other realm is going to begin to spill over in multiple places everywhere. Violence will increase. The, the crucial side of this is that with this show coming up, people are going to realize all too painfully uh, what we've talked about today. But they have to start now they they really have that they can't make excuses for the flesh anymore well i'd have to say that was a hmm
pretty good um pretty good show there so that's my first part of my little series i'm gonna start doing um so check it out uh i'm gonna try to do a little segment every night um with about four four to five episodes or parts to each one so uh my next one, I'm going to, um, well, we're going to cover this a little bit more. How about that? Because if you look what happened today or yesterday with Trump um, issuing Jerusalem to be the capital of Israel, um, which... I am, do not like it all, um, but that's my opinion, I'd like to hear someone else's opinion, anybody else's opinion about that, <coughs> um, when, if you listen to that speech Trump gave, he says, I think that this is the, in the best interest, interests for the United States, not for Israel, not for Palestine. Because here's what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't really matter what happens. The Jewish people and the Palestinian people are not at wars. It's their governments, their systems. They're broken, they're torn, and they're corrupt. The Jewish system. They were hijacked by Zionists. We'll hit on it later on tomorrow. Let me know what you think. Boom. Moose Knuckle 99. Peace. There you go, kid. Don't be too bad. Okay. Thank you very much, Anthony. Testing, one, two, three. Can you hear me? Well, okay. Well, we'll try it. First of all, I want to thank uh, Wendy for inviting me to be here with you tonight. Um, yeah, that was uh, a very kind gesture on Wendy's part. Uh, I wanted to speak here often in the past but uh, uh, it wasn't to be but uh, Wendy is beginning a new year a new project and I think it's great and I want to be a part of whatever she does uh, I want to thank you for being here and I want you to understand that going out the gate if you walk away understanding only one thing about me and that is I don't wish to to offend anyone, but <clears throat> Thomas Jefferson, I think I've got a little too much mic, Thomas Jefferson said, I shiver when I think that God is just. I, I shiver for my country when I reflect on the fact that God is just. That's a very powerful statement. <clears throat> because what he meant and what he was saying is that uh, 
if we understand the divine presence in the universe, the, that one that men call God, if we understand anything about the divine presence in the universe, we understand that God is just, meaning that he's not a respecter of persons or people or concepts or ideas. God is above all of that. The divine presence in the universe I have the highest of respect for. But I also understand that God can be very cold, very crass. You break the law, what goes around comes around. You may be a wonderful person, you may be very sincere, you may have done wonderful things, you break the law, and what goes around comes around. There's no escaping divine retribution period because it's impersonal it is totally impersonal if you jump off a building you're going to get your comeuppance quickly if you if you do something against your friend your friend your family your wife your husband or whatever it may take a couple of weeks for it to come back to you it may take a month or two but whatever it is you put out there will come back bet on it that's why Thomas Jefferson said, I fear more for my country when I realize that God is just. And the reason I bring that up is because there are many good people in this country who call out, <clears throat> who call out upon God and who, and who want to do what is right and are praying for their country. But in point of fact, God is just. And unless and until you are doing what is right before divine universe before the divine unless of course you you understand that truth stands on its own and truth does not need to be validated by ignorance whatever is true it's true and if you back away from it that's your problem god doesn't uh, there's no playing uh, sides so consequently i feel that what i do I'm looking for the real truth. I'm looking for the real truth that's out there, like uh, X-File says. And I have come to discover that uh, when it is that you think that you have uh, a good understanding of something, you need to go back and do your homework because you probably don't have it yet. And every time I found that I thought I had it all nailed down, Anthony was right. I've been doing what I do almost of my life. Uh, 42 years I have been involving myself in the research of the occult and the dark side of the world. Occult simply means hidden, those things which are hidden. And I've been involved in researching the occult world for some 42 years. And something I have learned is that when you think you know it all, you haven't got any of it. And when you think you've got it all figured out, no, there's one higher than the high one who looks on and you don't have it yet. And that's why humility is the first thing that we need to have when we're deciding and when we're thinking about godly or spiritual things is humility because as one teacher of mine once said, and I've had some very, very brilliant people in my life to help me, and this one teacher said that if you can tell, some, tell an audience something about God so that the whole audience can understand it, then that will prove conclusively that you don't know anything.
because any pea-sized, ignorant, ill-informed, unread brain like yours cannot represent the divine presence in the universe. We do not know the hand of God. All we do know is that whatever you do comes back to you. There are certain immutable laws in the universe. And unless and until you are prepared to look at the whole truth, nothing but the truth, and wherever it may go, whoever it may lead to, if you want to look the other way or if you want to play favorites, then somewhere along the line you're going to find out you're messing with divine justice. So the point I want to make here is that too many times we have been led to understand and told things which are not true, but which are uncomfortable to confront. And consequently, we have been led into believing that the uh, judicial system, we have educational system, judicial system, incidentally the word system uh, comes from a Latin word. The Latins in Rome, the ancient Romans called their sewer, the system. And this is where we get our word today, the system. Yeah. So we have an educational system and a judicial system, and consequently, um, that's where we are is in a sewer. Now if we understand that government is corrupt, and God knows now even the most ignorant among this nation are finally waking up to the fact that the whole thing is corrupt. If we understand that government is corrupt, banks are corrupt, our law enforcement are corrupt, there's virtually no institution, our educational systems, no institutions in this country are above taking money under the table and looking the other way and it's become a way of life and soon it will be for America a way of death. Now, once you understand that the entire system we're living under is corrupt and filled with lies and deception and now the best thing you could do if you're a politician is just kind of keep things going, just kind of keep paying people off and hoping everything will come out all right tomorrow. And little by little by little, what goes around comes around, and we are facing a terrible time of judgment, I believe, by the divine forces in the universe which men have called God. I don't know what God is, but I know what he isn't. One of my teachers once said, you can't make God do anything he doesn't want to, and if he's going to do something, you can't stop him. So consequently, since you can't influence it one way or the other, you should get in tune with the divine force of the universe and go with the flow. And that's what I believe, and that's what I've been trying to do all of my life. Just go with the flow and find out where the facts lead you. Because the more you begin to investigate what we think we understand, where we came from, what we think we're doing, the more you begin to see we've been lied to. We've been lied to by every institution. What makes you think for one minute that the religious institution is the only one that's never been touched? You can bet your bottom dollar that the religious institutions of this world are at the bottom of the dirt. The religious institutions in this world are put there by the same people who gave you your government, your corrupt education, the Knights Templars who set up your international banking cartels in the 12th, 13th, and 14th century are the same people that gave you educational institutions, colleges. Where do we get the word college? College comes from the collegia, 
the Latin Roman College of Cardinals. Uh, when you, when you, I mean, I could go on for hours just giving you examples. I mean, when you graduate, you 